everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Nezzy's Place podcast. I am your host, Vinez Davis, and I'm so excited that you are joining me this evening. We are talking about bouncing back from toxic relationships. And if you know someone that is going through a, a toxic relationship in one or just getting out of one, please make sure you share the link. So Maybe whatever is shared can be helpful to them or beneficial in their lives because that's my goal. My goal is whatever is shared, hopefully that it will help another person have a better outlook and maybe change one thing that would help them to have a better life or a better outlook on life. So that's my goal. Well, hey. We're going to dig right into this show because I have much to share with you this evening. You guys know I'm all about um, emotional healthiness. But before I get into that, I, I want to tell you that I think that our lives are like an ocean. You know, we choose who sails and who docks on our ocean. That gives us the right to know that. We can rid ourselves of anyone toxic. And I want to interject this, that when I mention relationships, I'm not necessarily talking about just romantic involvement or relationships. I'm talking about all connections because every connection can be a positive or negative influence in our lives. So, Talk about emotional healthiness. I I believe that it plays a significant role in how we manage and control ourselves and especially the way we connect with others. And it also, it defines our state of mind, you know, and um, in order for us to be able to bounce back from a toxic relationship, first we have to realize and accept that we were we were in one or we are in one. So it's either the two, you know, and um, it's important to identify the signs because it can save us from a lot of headache and stress. And you guys know me know that I do not deal with stress. OK, I want to live a stress free life. I don't need any more gray hairs than what I have on my head right about now. <laughs> so. I want to live a stress-free life and um, I am going to share a personal story as I always do because I think when I go through these things in my life, they're not just for me, they're for the greater good of someone else. So I definitely like to share my story and um, being able to understand what a toxic relationship um, is can be beneficial, you know, as you develop your friendships and And whatever relationships you have, you're able to weed out the toxic ones and keep the healthy ones. And that's a goal. You know, you want to weed out just like a garden, you know, in the garden, you don't want the weeds because the weeds mess up the beautiful flowers. So that analogy ties into toxic relationships. So what is a toxic relationship? You know, how, how to identify them? How do we identify them? And um, how do I know that if I'm in the middle of one and um, how do I change my mindset and my pattern to bounce back from one? So 
let's talk a little bit about, you know, how do toxic relationships make me feel? And I know for me, it's, I think it's anything stripping you from a good quality of life. And if you feel drained, if you feel like you're always verbally and physically abused, maybe you're exhausted. The relationship is just exhausting you. You just can't take it anymore. And it's causing you to be someone other than you're supposed to be. Your whole demeanor changes. You know that you're one way, but when you get around this person, you just act like, who am I? This is not me. So when you're able to see the traits of a toxic person, it's going to help you to real realize that this person is toxic. Now, I don't mean going around pinpointing every little thing in someone's like, we're not perfect. None of us are. We all have, you know, idiosyncrasies that we deal with. That we all have something, but there's levels of toxic. I'm going to make up my own word. Toxicity. <laughs> there's levels and um we're going to go through some of those and I want you to really look at yourself, look at the people who you're with, your your connections and hopefully you'll be able to see ah you have an aha moment. No wonder I feel this way around this person. So, what is a toxic person? What are the traits? What are the characteristics of a toxic person? To me, and I'm sure it's in all documents. Um, they're manipulative. They're inconsistent. They're always right and you're always wrong. They're very, very judgmental at times. You know, a little bit more times than often. They're very judgmental. Not too fond of positive statements. They always have something negative. So you say, yeah, they're mostly negative. They're narcissistic. They have no purpose, you know, they're just complaining about everything, everything, no matter what they're complaining about it. They're a gossiper. Uh Uh-oh, they're a gossiper. Gossiper. (laughs) They're a gossiper. Um, They're always looking for sympathy and support for their problems. You know, it's always about them, always about their problems and always want your sympathy and um, sometimes they make you question your own abilities. They ignore your plans and focus all on themselves and all all that what they want to do. And here's so here's they never seem to say I'm sorry. Those little words, I'm so sorry. You won't hear that from them. It's your fault. <laughs> Who I'm telling you, that's that's really overwhelming. I mean, that's just too much work dealing with and entertaining the the, the thought of just. Being with someone consistently all the time um, with those characteristics. Oh, my. You just have to step back. And, um, you know, after dealing with this type of person, you can walk away feeling just worthless. Like, oh, my God. Drained. Just like questioning the whole friendship or relationship or whatever it is. You're just questioning. Big question mark all over your head. Just in your mind. What am I doing? So, you know, of course, I can't um, go through this episode without sharing a personal story. So I am going to share one. And it is true. It is a true story. But for the sake of her identity, 
even though she's not here um, in the East Coast. Uh, I'm going to call her Zella, okay? We're going to call her Zella. Zella was so toxic, and um, she was always comparing herself to me, jealous, deceitful. Talk about the truth. She didn't know what that was. The word truth was just like foreign to her. Everything was a lie. Everything that came out of her mouth was a lie. If you caught 10 fish, she caught 20. It was, it's just, you know, it's ridiculous. And um, she was very manipulative, always had to have her way in every situation. And um, for a short period of time, I didn't see it. I should say not for a short period of time, for a long period of time. I just didn't see it, didn't see it. But as I be, as I became more aware of who I was and became more confident in my abilities and who I was as a woman, as a person, I knew that this relationship was just too exhausting for me to handle. It was just a relationship that was damaging. There was no true value in this relationship. No purpose in the relationship or the friendship. So you ask, okay, I know. What did I do? I'm going to tell you right now what I did. I wrote her a letter. Because <laughs> you guys know I am a letter writer. And um, I told her exactly what I thought. And after, you know, disclosing everything, how I felt about her, all you know, the things that she's done and how I have was such a really nice friend to her. And I tried to see all the good out of her, but it was just couldn't take it anymore. After I listed everything, I ended the letter like this. And this would just show you that I was ending the friendship. I said something in essence like this. It said, um, you, my dear, are like a leaf. That has scattered and is nowhere to be found. Have a nice life. <laughs> that was pretty cool, right? Yeah, I know. So for me, I was free. And I didn't feel any guilt, any anything about it. I didn't I was fine. I was released from it. And because I, I realized if I had stayed friends with her, I would be a basket case dealing with her all the time. It would be a constant combative type of relationship. And I was not, I didn't have the energy for it. I just didn't. So I'm going to interject this too. In my book, Girlfriend, Your House is a Mess. I'll share how to get it at the end of the show. I do talk about toxic relationships and I do talk about other relationships as well. And um, here's a true way to bounce back from toxic relationships. One, you have to recognize what they are, do a checklist to see if some of the traits are ev evident in the relationship and um, realize that if you aren't changing the atmosphere and the behavior of the other person is not changing by your presence, you know, especially if you are trying to be positive and, and being a good friend and being a good person and trying to see all the good, if it's not changing and you're getting less than what you're giving, then here it is. You ready? You ready for it? Here it comes. <laughs> Four words. It's going to change your life. It's going to be epiphany for you. Get rid of them. <laughs> 
And I know I'm laughing, but it's just so serious. Get rid of them. Toxic people have no place in your life if you are trying to live your life on purpose and do successful and be successful in life. You know, they will tear you down and they will be a block for you. You know, know that you deserve a healthy and successful relationship and connections with people. And um, I know it sounds harsh when I say get rid of them. I know it does. But realistically, you have to separate yourself and save yourself from the negative drama. Focus on what you have to offer and where you want and what you want out of the, a positive relationship. And that's what your goal is to have positive and healthy relationships. So it's really not harsh. It's just the honest to God truth. In most cases, um, I would say we have family members. Right. And, um, you know, we can't get rid of our family members. We have to sit them down, have a crucial conversation with your family member or whoever it is, not just family member. But I say crucial conversation because sometimes when you talk to some friends, they probably couldn't care less. But when you talk to family, you know, we want to keep our family close because we our family is important. So are friends too. But, you know, what I'm talking about, you know, communicate with them, let them know how you feel And if it doesn't change, you know, you can't change other people. You just have to kind of monitor yourself, you know, maybe you distance yourself a little bit, you know, just to to figure things out. So in wrapping up, you know, you have to ask yourself, how does this person make me feel? Assess the friendship and the relationship or the connection. Do a checklist to see if they qualify for the position of being toxic and um, breathe and let it go. And I'll say this in closing, you know, as we get older, we learn the value of having a positive people in our lives, people who are going to push us to our highest potential. If someone is blocking your view, move them out of the way. You know, you just have to do that. So if you have an inspirational story and um, you want to be on the Nezzy's Place podcast, please go to my website, send me a message, and I promise I'll get in touch with you. And on the website, you can order Girlfriend Your House is a Mess. You can do all that on the website. Connect with me on Facebook at the Nezzy's Place Facebook page. And um, I look forward to chatting with you. Keep your emails coming. And remember, like I always say, it's your house your life, and your rules. Stay positive. Until next week, I am out.